0: Hey, today is Saturday. It is the uh, seventh day of Holy Week. Uh, Holy Week goes from Sunday to Sunday. Uh, Palm Sunday, Jesus rode into Jerusalem, victorious, declaring himself to be the Messiah, identifying himself in multiple ways as the Messiah. And then of course, on the Thursday, Jesus was betrayed, delivered into the hands of sinful men who crucified him on Good Friday. And yesterday we remembered and we paused and reflected on Jesus's death for our sins. We gathered last night with Life Journey Community Church and we paused and we reflected and we remembered all that Jesus has done for us. And today was sort of a a day of pause, a day of wait. And yet it was actually a day where a lot was happening. Um, on, On the day after Jesus's death, his disciples were gathered hiding in a locked room. Now, we don't know if it's the same room where the Last Supper happened. Uh, we're not told. Um, but there was a room where they were hiding. We, we are told that. Um, and so here they are. They think that their, their master, their teacher, the one that they thought was the Messiah, the one that they thought w- you know was the Son of, the, of God, that he's dead now. And not only that, but they're they're not just fearful or grieving, but they have guilt, um, horrible guilt. Every one of them betrayed Jesus. You know, we always think of Judas betraying or Thomas doubting, but everyone betrayed him. They all said that they would stand with Jesus into the last, and when the soldiers came, they fled. Except Peter. Peter doesn't get enough credit because he did stay with Jesus longer than any of them. But when the time came, he denied Jesus with curses three times. So here they are, full of guilt, full of doubt, full of fear, hiding with total uncertainty, assuming that they themselves will probably be dead men in a few days. Now, while they were hiding and cowering and fearful, the women who went to Jesus's tomb on Easter Sunday morning, they were making plans. Uh, The Jewish day doesn't go from sunrise to sundown. It goes from sunset to sunset. And so Passover or sorry, uh, Sabbath day would have started on Friday at sunset. Now that's why um, they kind of had to rush bury Jesus because the, the Sabbath was starting and you couldn't do work on the Sabbath. So they get Jesus in the tomb, they rolled a stone over it, and now they have to pause and rest. And so these women um, were making plans. And once it was sundown and the Sabbath was over and it's Saturday night, they went out because the, you know, it's a Mediterranean climate. Um, you know, in the village, there were probably some, some little uh, things that started to open, uh, you know, as the Sabbath is over. So they went out and bought the spices and the different things that were customary for burial um, now they didn't go to the tomb that night because it wouldn't have been safe uh, so they waited until sunrise the next day to do so but they uh, they went to work they went to work to do the last act of honoring and worship um, and respect and love that you would show to somebody who had died um, they all By doing that, I think it showed that they didn't believe that Jesus was going to rise from the dead either. Um, Just like the disciples didn't believe, the women didn't believe. But by getting to work and doing what they could, they got the blessing of being the first people on the whole planet. These these faithful women are the first people on the whole planet to know the gospel, to know that Jesus has risen from the dead. And so um, I think there is something to this where... um, you know what? Sometimes we don't have all the faith in the world. Sometimes we don't have um, all the knowledge in the world. But you know what? You get to work and you see what the blessings of God are. And you know who else was working? It was Jesus. Uh, he was not inactive during this time. Um, yes, he was physically dead, uh, but the scripture uh, indicates, and this is not something we have a full understanding of. In some ways, it's kind of like being in the Old Testament prophet, where they had glimpses and visions of things in the future, but didn't fully understand it. Um, the scripture gives us indications, Ephesians chapter four, Luke chapter four, uh, Mark chapter five. Let me double check that. I have some, some notes written down here. Um, yes, Mark chapter five. Uh, there's an indication that Jesus went to to um, set captives free during this day. And uh, if you remember the story of Lazarus and and the rich man, uh, it describes this man, Lazarus, who was poor, who had nothing, and this rich man who just uh, took from him and and was horribly wicked. And they both died. And Lazarus goes to this place um, where the people who were waiting in faith for the Messiah were. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob Rahab and Ruth, um, you know, Isaiah and King David, all of these people, people that we know of and people that we've never heard of, but who waited in faith, they believed in the true God, and they were waiting there for their salvation. And so the indication is, as best we can tell, that during Saturday, Jesus went and proclaimed his victory to those people and took them from this waiting place, which doesn't sound like it was a bad place, but it, it wasn't heaven. Uh, and, and he took them out and took them to the presence of God because now through Jesus' death and resurrection, or, or soon resurrection, uh, they had victory themselves. And so the same hope that we have in Jesus was was brought to them. So the disciples are grieving. They're fearful. They have no hope. The women uh, believe Jesus is gone too. They don't have faith but they have action; they're at least doing something. And then there's Jesus, who is just going and victorious and getting to work. So you know what? The thing I'd encourage us with this morning is there are times where we feel like nothing's going on. Maybe maybe you just are feeling, feeling hopeless, fearful, frustrated. Um, you don't see where things are going. I know that the the fatigue and the fear is high on all sides. Um, My conservative friends are fatigued and fearful. My progressive friends are fatigued and fearful. People who are young aren't optimistic. People who are old are fearful. It's going around. I think we can be like the women. Even if we don't have all knowledge, we don't have all understanding, but we can be like those faithful women and get to the work we have. In the moments of pause and rest, they made plans. And then in the right moment, they went out and got to work. And then they saw the power of Jesus in their life. And we're going to talk about that more Tomorrow morning, Easter Sunday, uh, 10.30 a.m. We'll be online, faithonhill.com. And we will be in person at Faith on Hill Church. We'll have a little Easter egg hunt for the kids and, and have a great morning celebrating our salvation because the power of God that raised Jesus from the dead is working and moving in our own lives and in our world right now, even if we don't see it. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow as we celebrate Easter together. Jesus is risen. Jesus will triumph.